Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. The build-up continues towards this Saturday night's AG Hunter Cup at Tabcourt Park, Melton, where New South Wales is going to play a very strong hand. And we've also got, I guess, the unofficial start of the Carnival of Miracles on Saturday night closer to home at Tabcourt Park, Menangle, with the first of the Chariots of Fire qualifiers to be staged, the Hondo Grattan Stakes, with the first four home guaranteed spots in that big four-year-old final in only uh, two weekends time from now more on that shortly but plenty of other bits and pieces happening we had both Wagga and Menangle race yesterday Brad Hewitt had a training and driving double at Menangle whereas at Wagga last night Jackson Painting drove two and Scott Hewitt was also able to bring home a training driving double now as mentioned the Hunter Cup is this Saturday night and set to be a fantastic race it shapes to be one and the barrier draw which was conducted live yesterday morning on Sky Racing 1 has certainly added to the intrigue I'll run through the barrier draw in its entirety as well it's race number 7 on Saturday night $500,000 over the 2760 metres It'll be run at 9.07 Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Spirit of St. Louis won. The big tick for him. Torrid Saint, the Inter-Dominion runner-up in two. I cast no shadow, the Inter-Dominion winner in three. Another New South Wales representative with Jack Trainer heading down to partner up with him once more. Honolulu Bay in four. And he's been quite popular early on in tab markets, which I'll run through shortly. Triple eight five. Copy that. The dual New Zealand Cup champ out in six. He sharpened his tools for this feature a fortnight ago in the Ballarat Cup. And he's the current favourite. He was the favourite pre-barrier draw. And he's retained that position since. Mac Dan out in seven. Second row runners, Hurricane Harley. The somewhat surprising addition. Mark Pitt with a decision to make. He's currently listed to partner both Mac Dan and Hurricane Harley. Expensive ego in nine. Rock and roll do in ten. Cranbin is the emergency. Should he gain a start, he'll wear the 11 Saddlecloth, Major Meister 12, and another of the Kiwis, Old Town Road, off the extreme outside front row draw in 13. Now, the market looks a bit like this at the present time. Copy that. Reopened at 225 after the barrier draw. He's got out to 270. He's now back into 260. Spirit of St. Louis has been solid. Five into 450, back out to 480. Honolulu Bay was as much as 750 out to nine in the last 24 hours. Now back into 750. Expensive Ego, 750 out to eight. Nine into 850 for Hurricane Harley. Then we're out to the double figure runners. Rock and Roll Drew, the Victoria Cup champ, $12. Old Town Road at 13. $16 for Major Meister. He has been able to capture both the Cranbourne and Bendigo Cups on his way to this weekend's feature. I cast no shadow. He'll go around at a big price again. We've seen him upset in both the Lensmith Mile and the Inter-Dominion. He's at $34. Mac Dan with a sprinkling of support. 51 out to 81. Back into 41. Cram and 41. $61 for Torrid Saint. And Triple Eight is the outsider. Also at that $61 quote. He got out to $81. But back into 61 in the last couple of hours. So that's a look at the Hunter Cup. There's also markets open for much of the card half of the card in fact there on saturday night the bonanza featuring captain ravishing he's a one dollar 20 favorite over invitation only and interest free we've also got the mercury 80 final where catch a wave goes around there as a favorite a bit of conjecture about his omission from the hunter cup but he's going to go in the mercury 80 instead and he is hoping 
we see him in Sydney next weekend uh, for a shot at the Powerface Adios Stakes and hopefully then continues on through to the Chariots of Fire. Street Kid 322nd favourite, Firefox, another New South Wales representative looking to take out the Mercury 80. Race number five is the Group 2 Ladyship Cup with Tuff Tilly all the rage there over her stablemate Amore Vita. And Tay Tay will be interesting to see if we see her in New South Wales for uh, a Ladyship Mile tin or a, a tilt or a, a Queen Elizabeth II tilt. Uh, we know that she had a very successful campaign uh, in New South Wales only a few short months ago, catch by the Breeders' Challenge. And race number six is a pure steel, which is, uh, I guess, the consolation to the big one. Cramman is currently the favourite for that event. So those five markets now available on your Tab app or the Tab website. While we are previewing the weekend, Menangle on Saturday night, as I've mentioned, uh, we had a super night of harness racing out of Menangle last Saturday night and that continues in that upward trajectory this weekend as well with the Hondo Grattan Stakes. Uh, the Barry draw for that feature at Group 3 level, all important qualifier for the Chariots of Fire. Mahomes 1, Lightning Dan 2, Mr Ibiza 3, Blazing Banner is a first emergency. Republican Party for the Kiwis coming across for Cran and Chrissy Delgetti. I believe their son Carter to take the reins aboard Republican Party. He's first up. He has come up with the 5 gate. Chap Daddy, second emergency, 6 St. Viren 7, My Ultimate Byron 8, Tim's a Trooper 9, Rip 10, He's Charlie's Angel, a Victorian visitor in 11, and My Ultimate Ronnie last week's winner. Looking to make it back-to-back -back wins this prep, but he'll have to overcome the extreme outside gate. There's also a good fast class. That's race number five, first leg of the quaddy on Saturday night. Max Shard, where you been bopping? Where you been bopping the present favourite? J-O-K-3, B-D Joe, and he comes up with gate number four. Reactor now five, Bundoran six, Perfect Strides emergency jimmy lock eight out wise guy nine major jealous 10 and cash and flow out in 11 so really intriguing to see uh, more kiwi representation in the open class ranks we heard from uh, steve telfer on monday morning's edition of on the pace with michael gearan bd joe and Alta wise guy both coming across to target the miracle mile and after saturday evening it looks likely that they will head to newcastle for that Newcastle mile uh, to be run in just over a fortnight's time. February 17 will be the Newcastle mile with the winner of that race exempt from ballot from the Miracle Mile. So they booked their spot nice and early. The following night, the 18th, this chariot's a fire night. We then roll on to the 25th of Feb. Ladies Night featuring the Queen Elizabeth II and the New South Wales Oaks and then the big one, the $1 million Miracle Mile card on March 4. There's a trialling session underway this morning as well at Menangle, a bumper trialling card in fact where we've got in total 14 trials. The first few of them have been run and won. Uh, Loyalist was able to win the fast class defeating Jillowy Kung Fu, Ultra Orlando and Alpine Stride, all high quality customers. They rated 153 Three and three home in 26 four there so you can expect to see the likes of Jillaby Kung Fu and Ultra Orlando target lead up races towards the Miracle Mile uh, there was a trot trial and also an intriguing horse I wanted to make mention of Spirit of Arion a Sweet Lou three-year-old out of Spirit of Delight which in fact 
makes him i believe quite closely related to spirit of st louis uh, he's now with belinda and luke mccarthy so uh, keep an eye on that name spirit of arion he was able to win his trial in 155 and two defeating promised land you would expect that the new south wales derby is an obvious target for him in the next little while some interesting two-year-old trials as well uh, to get through this morning and some green trials as we know uh, that their two-year-old race is just around the corner uh, the likes of uh, the pink bonnet is just on our doorstep alongside the sapling stakes and also uh, the bathurst carnival is not too far away at all other Horses of note trialling today. We've got Peaceful and Sky Blue going around alongside Small T. So some names that we know really well there. In the trot trial, or they're taking on paces, but a few high-class trotters, Van Sank and Tough Monarch, will go around in trial number eight. And Portal Prince is back in action. He was able to win the carousel in his first preparation here in Australia. He subsequently had a break, and he's back at the trial. So keep an eye on those trial results. They are currently underway at Menangle and they'll certainly be important form references going forward. We race at Bathurst tonight. I was hoping to catch up with Bernie Hewitt, but unfortunately, no doubt on race morning, Bernie's been a little bit busy. He'll have a, a very strong part to play tonight. Eight races in total out of Bathurst this evening. The first getting underway at 6.03. That's where our race day focus will lie, and then we'll turn our attention to Penrith on tomorrow night in their usual time slot Albury and Newcastle race on Friday and then we roll into Menangle on Saturday night and of course uh, we'll have one eye on Melton as well. Bernie's been able to join us, Bernie Hewitt, so we'll have a quick chat to him around tonight's runners at Bathurst and also the return of Rip on Saturday night at Menangle. He'll go into that Hondo Grattan fresh up but we know his class and quality and and what could be a big season for him with the races like the Chariots of Fire, maybe another Queensland campaign, and of course the Tab Eureka, not all that far away. It's great to see him back in action. Thanks for your time this morning. Bernie, we'll kick off firstly with your runners tonight. A big team engaged and a few good chances. Uh, yeah, morning, Brett. Yeah, got a um, half a dozen or more horses in tonight, so yeah, hopefully uh, we can get amongst them. Let's go through them quickly. Race number one, we own a survivor. I think this horse is probably racing better than his numbers suggest. Wasn't too far away last week, but his runs prior to that were quite okay. So is this the right kind of race for him this evening? I think so, Britt. Um, he's a bit of a horse that's sort of uh, slow learner and slow maturer. So uh, he's got a good draw there tonight. And, um, you know, his form's been pretty good. So um, I think he'll, he'll go, you know, run a big race tonight. In race number two, you've got Infinity Beach engaged. She's been a really good horse for the stable. She's already earned in excess of $100,000, a 15-time winner. So sort of once you have those numbers next to your name, you generally get up in grade pretty well. But she does look quite well into this race in up to 57 company, despite maybe a tricky draw and, and probably a good quality contest for the grade. Yeah, it's not a bad feel, that one. Um, it's a good draw for her, and um, she can just track through on the fence, and it doesn't really matter if she's sort of two or three fence. If she um, if she gets the right sort of luck over the last sort of three or 400 metres, um, you know, she's definitely uh, a chance to, to swoop on them, yeah. She was able to win two starts ago at Tamworth. She won the dash for cash, and she actually won it really impressively. Did that surprise you? I guess you never really know how horses are going to deal with those uh, different race styles, but she seemed to love it. 
Um, yeah, it was sort of set up a bit for her because they they went extremely hard early in that race and um, and just kept the the pressure on. It was only a 1,200 metre race and she was she was out the back. Actually, struggled to keep in touch for a while, but. Um, yeah, she'll run all day this one, but um, yeah, she can just come into it nicely and, and yeah, one with a leg in the air, really. Okay, she looks at a decent each way chance there in race number two, race number four, the up to 62 rated event. You've got the concession drivers taking vital points off both Louis the Punter and Voodoo Lou. Louis the Punter, first and foremost, has had four runs back from a spell. Is a horse that uh, joined your team midway through last year and was able to put a few on the board early on. What have you made of his preparation so far? Um, I think he's needed a few runs. Um, yeah, just to, to come to hand, his, his work seems to be improving all the time. A big boy and, um, you know, ideal draw. So I think he's a real chance there tonight um, from the good draw. And uh, Verde Lou's drawn a bit wide, so she'll she'll probably drift back and then just uh, rely on... on you know, a good tempo, and if there's a good tempo, she she always hits the line well. So um, she'd be more of a place chance that one. In race number five, you've got three of the seven runners here: I am Marquez, Ideal Equus, and Winona Ryder. It looks a, a pretty hot field, and they could go some very quick time with a horse like Art Tudor and Gage. But is there one of those three that you think could maybe cause a minor upset? Um, probably. Um Outer Equus probably uh, gets the best trip there, I think, and uh, he, he's probably the horse that's been knocking on the door. Um, Winona Ryder's been a quality mare for us, and she uh, had a first run back last week and, and hit the line really good to run second. So um, if she's within striking distance, she's sort of an each-way hope. Um, and Marquez will probably need another run or two to, to bring him into fitness, I think. And race number six, your last runner tonight, comes up with the ace draw, though, Lara Tiara. Uh, do you give her a, a chance of making it her second career victory? She was able to break maiden ranks late last year, and she hasn't been too far away. In fact, she made that mistake last week, but the run was uh, still fairly good all the same. So uh, I guess bearing bad luck and maybe some bad manners, she can certainly run another good race. I think so, yeah. She... Um She's one of those fillies that's, you know, not up with the best of the, the three-year-olds now, and she wasn't up with the best of the two-year-olds, of course, but she picked up a bonus as there before the uh, end of the season and um, just trying to, um, you know, tip her over the line to, to get a, a three-year-old bonus early if we can. Um, so, you know, from an ideal draw, she's, uh, she's always, a, always a chance, yeah. That's tonight. No doubt you'll already be focusing a, a little bit on Saturday night as well, though, with the return of Rip. We haven't seen him since he ran fifth in that ridiculously quickly run Breeders' Crown back in November of last year. He's, uh, the more you look at his record, the more you realise just how uh, great of a horse he is, and he's just struck an absolute vintage crop of now four-year-olds. But how has he returned from that break? Yeah, um, he's, he's returned really good and, and he's looking super and his work's been good. Um, I actually entered him for a trial on Monday night, but there wasn't enough noms to, to go around. So I just gave him a searching hit out yesterday morning and um, he's right on target. Um, took him to, to Bathurst privately for a trial about 10 days ago and um, he, uh, he was super. So, you know, obviously he's drawn and terrible but um, you're just not sure how, how these races will be run and if there's a bit of a genuine tempo like I, I do believe that he's a real real good each way chance again 
He's only had the two starts at Menangle and they've both been successes. Is this his wheelhouse mile racing at the big track? He just seems so comfortable under these conditions. So uh, if he's going to win another big group one, do you think it's probably uh, in some some races similar to this at the short course? Um, early on, I would have said that. Um, but towards the end of last season, you know, he got out over the longer trips, uh, both in Queensland and um, in Melbourne. So... Um, I got no doubt, you know, as his manners matured and a few gear adjustments uh, really got him to run the mile and a half nice and strong. So um, the distance probably doesn't worry him too much, but uh, mile racing certainly seemed to be his four-day early. So, uh, you know, I think he, he will excel at the mile, but I'm, I'm quite confident that uh, he'll be a horse that, you know, runs a strong mile and a half out in the future as well. No doubt the Chariots of Fire is the early season target for him. Are there any other races throughout the year that you're, you're plotting a path towards? No doubt a lot of it, uh, I guess, surrounds the, the Tabureka. But is there another race there that you're thinking this will suit him well if we can get him there in his best possible condition? Yeah, that's right. Um, the Eureka at the end of the season's uh, one of his main aims, along with hopefully you know qualifying now for the Chariots over the next couple of weeks. So... Um, um, there's then the, the Queensland, uh, the Rising Sun up in Brisbane, which is on the radar as well again. So if his form, uh, you know, if his form holds up and, and improves, well, you know, we'd be looking at taking him for a trip north again as well, Ruth. Just before we let you go, Bernie, you have big numbers of juveniles each and every year and we're not all that far away from the Gold Crown Carnival as we creep into February today. What's your your baby bunch looking like this year? Is it one that uh, you're really excited about or is it too early to tell at this point? Um, it's probably a little bit early. Um, you know, I qualified a couple of two-year-olds on Monday night. Um, been happy with both those geldings and they went really well. Um, I've got a bunch of fillies that seem to be um, at least average or a bit above, so you don't really know until you go to the, go to the tracks and find out who else has uh, got, got nice, uh, you know, fillies around. But, yeah, just a nice even bunch, but pretty happy with, you know, about a dozen of them, probably out of about 20 that are really starting to put their hand up and say they're going to be serious racehorses at this stage. And just an update on dual melody as well? Uh, yeah, back uh, back going good. Been real happy with her, her work over the last 10 days. I've started to step her up and um, she's running a, a strong mile and a half out now and um, she's uh, she's all prepped to go to the oak seat in a couple of weeks, a fortnight's time. So uh, probably just give her a, a bit of a trial next uh, Monday. It'll only be over a mile, but um, at this stage that's the plan with her and uh, yeah, re- really happy with her as well. Excellent stuff. Exciting time. Busy time, no doubt, as well. But we appreciate you joining us for On The Pace this morning. Best of luck over the next few days. Thanks again. No worries, Pete. Good on you. Bernie Hewitt joining us there this morning for On The Pace. So we know he had a brilliant 2022 season and he'll be looking to replicate that again this year in 2023. Bathurst tonight is where we focus. We'll have a full wrap of that on tomorrow morning's edition here on On The Pace at 10.30.